Welcome to the Jinx Dance Media Podcast. This is your host, Jude, and this is where I'll be chatting to you about how to design and create high-quality dance events and creative dance content. I'll be covering topics ranging from fundraising, marketing, production, content creation, design, and so much more so that you can have all the tools and resources you need to stand out and build genuine connections with your audience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's podcast episode. Today is going to be a continuation of the last part of this podcast episode with Tanya and Nancy and our discussion on cultivating a positive and safe environment for women in street dance. So um, we'll be picking up from where we left off, and I hope you guys enjoy. Obviously, like here today, like we're sharing our experiences, and I think we were fortunate to a certain extent to not have really bad experience. But I'm pretty sure us and everyone who listening to this podcast know women in the scene who were not as fortunate. Um, and uh, we won't be going into like anyone else's experience, obviously. Uh, but I just want to address the point that sometimes really messed up stuff would happen in like battle or like public event. You have like 100 people and they, and for example, like uh, multiple women um will approach in a very uncomfortable way and it's interesting how most of the people don't notice it or they notice it but it was like oh it's a battle like there are a lot of people someone will take care of it right so that's maybe i don't know we can shift like how it's not just about um how how do we create spaces where people feel safer to say something if they see something Mm -hmm. Right, because there is obviously like an uh, extent of harm that can be done. Right, there is one thing was like there is DM, or it's totally different situation when a person uh, saying or like touching someone inappropriately, like in the space mm-hmm. uh, around like one hundred people. I don't know if um, we want to like to shift to that topic because that's something unfortunately we see every or every other event, and I'm pretty sure it's happening like in every single. Um, scene not just uh where we at right now yeah so um if it's okay for me to mention like i guess the reason that triggered the topic of this uh podcast episode um we recently had an event that um happened at our event um that was you know similar to what tanya described where an individual was approaching multiple women and um just being very inappropriate and so we didn't find out until after the event, right? And so it's like, well, why didn't we find out until after the event? Like, what could we have done differently to have prevented that happening during? Um, Because for me as an organizer too, right? Like we have a lot of responsibility. And if I would have known that that was happening, that person would have been out, right? Um, Immediately, like no question. So yeah i guess like i definitely want to open the floor um nancy tanya whatever you guys have to say here like i have that same question where it's like what can we do to make people feel more comfortable i think depending i mean depending on the situation and again i said this amongst like the crew like we talked about this in the crew and i'll say it on the podcast too like if any situation like that occurs where people are being made feel uncomfortable or things are being said that are inappropriate in an event space where I am like 
I would love to know because, and, and I feel like if this, if these things are brought to a man's attention, maybe sometimes I feel like men don't understand the context because they're not on the receiving end of it, or oftentimes are not on the receiving end of these kinds of inappropriate like conversations and comments. I feel like I would love it if it gets brought to like the organizer's attention or someone within that kind of, you know, um, group, you know, whoever's in charge, like let somebody know that is in charge. Or if you know, like someone that is helping run the event, bring it to their attention, but also going directly to a woman, I think is like what I would recommend, honestly, because like, if it, Again, if it comes to me, like, I know that it's serious. Like, I'm not going to think twice, like, oh, no, he was probably just, you know, flirt, just being, no. Like, I'm going to be like, mm, red flag. Like, let me figure this out. Let me investigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, let me investigate this, like, right now. Because I know that I would hate to be somewhere. And I'm excited to be at this event. I'm excited to dance, to see all these great people compete. And then I have someone approaching me, making me feel uncomfortable. And now I don't, I don't feel safe. I don't want to be there anymore. Now I'm like, man, I'm stuck here. I already paid. I don't want to leave. But now this guy won't leave me alone. Like, I think it's important for, for the organizers to be aware. And for us to, you know, it's good we're having this conversation because it's kind of us being like, hey, don't ever hesitate. If you're at an event of ours, do not hesitate to come to us and be like, hey, this guy's being weird. This person's girls being weird this like let us know so that we can take care of the situation immediately Mm because I know we all feel the same here like we don't play that like we want everyone to feel safe and to have fun and to feel very like welcomed in our spaces so definitely let somebody know um even if you're like "Mm, this seems like you're unsure of it let somebody know like and specifically a woman, I would say that was, that was my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will add to like, I agree that I think as women, we understand the gravity of those situations more sometimes. Um, and in the instances with guys to right, like whether intentionally or not intentionally, like the situation can get downplayed. And I think like, yes, if you have, if you can go to a woman, like for sure. And I also think there's just like a level of comfort there knowing that like we understand your experience too right um more so than like a man might not saying that not all men understand that but anyways not gonna get into the whatever (laughs) um but like that being said like unfortunately there like we talked about before there are not a lot of women in the scene and we're very fortunate that like practically like almost 50 percent of shadow puppets is all women and that i don't think is very common um in dance let alone like with dance organizers um a lot of organizers in the scene are guys and so unfortunately like that's not always an option for people um so yeah i don't know if anyone wants to add anything there but i do agree like if you can that's great but um in general like i think organizers have a responsibility whether you're male or female um man or woman or whatever um to you know, take that stuff seriously. And and like you said, Nancy, it doesn't necessarily mean like automatically kick someone out, but investigate it, get more information. Like don't just sit on that information until later, until it's too late. And I think too, one other thing I wanted to add 
that you said, Nancy, was even if you're unsure about it, um, maybe you don't think it's that big of a deal, right? You're just like, oh, like, whatever. Say something because it could be happening to other people too. And in the instance that we um, are talking about, it did happen to multiple people and like that's a pattern and therefore like that's an even bigger red flag, right? So even if you yourself are like kind of like, oh, it's not really a big deal, like, like I'm okay with it, like, like it was uncomfortable, but it's not like a huge issue, like still say something, like to be honest, because I think it's better to say something early on so we can like take preventative measures and just keep an eye on that person at the very least right so yeah, yeah. and i just want to add something here to you uh, yeah obviously we like talk about particular like battle uh but um let's like really fast talk about all dance spaces right because you have class sessions um of course like battles um like workshops and everything right and that um Dude, as you mentioned, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone noticed that there are not too many women joining the scene, but then there is alarming number of women who's quitting the scene, like within year and two, right? So um, I think this, like me personally, I really want to see more women dancing, specifically like popping, right? But just in general, it's first of all, like we would feel more comfortable, but also I know that other girls, teenagers, women, if they saw more women, they would want to join, they would feel safer um, to join the scene, right? And it's it just, it's really sad that for women who join, some like, sometimes it's discomfort, sometimes it's actual serious harm, sometimes it's abuse. That's what like pushes them from the dance scene, right? And I guess that's the question that, I'm, I'm really glad that we're having this conversation right now, but that's the conversation that I think every um, single scene should have. I was like, okay, if you don't have enough women, why? If they're leaving, why? Because it's not just happening because change my mind. I don't like dancing, probably for uh, for someone, but you'll be surprised um, how many women leave the scene because of the discomfort, harm, and abuse they experience within the scene. So let's talk about this. We, obviously, like we have a um, few things. So if we're talking about a woman in the dance scene in general, right? The way I see it, it's... Um, how do we, um, I don't want to use like attract more women to the dancing, but how, how, like, how do we make this space welcoming enough that women want to join it, right? That's the question, mm -hmm. number one, like how to join. And then the second portion is how do we make sure that women, once they're in after year, two, three years, they still feel safe and they don't experience bullshit um, that essentially kicks them out from the scene right? Pushes them away from the scene. So if, I don't know if anyone has um, any thoughts on that. Yeah, that's actually, I wanted to kind of like um, talk on that. And I guess just say like, what, how can we help women feel more comfortable or, you know, what are the next steps, right? Like, how do we create safer spaces for women like us to come in? Um, and I think I will speak again from my personal experience. I think it was I don't, I, I don't know what my journey would have been like had I not had people like Katana and like Nessa at like right away in the beginning of my journey. So again, I was fortunate to kind of like have So Swift crew introduced to me. 
But then when I started venturing specifically in the popping scene and popping, the style popping is obviously very male dominated, like probably one of the most male dominated styles. I, I, I remember my first popping battle. I didn't know anybody there except maybe like Sid, honestly. And I knew of him. I wasn't even like buddies with him. I just knew of him. I was like, oh, Sid's going to be there. I'll go to that one. And I remember being there and being like, I don't know anybody my first instinct was I need to find a woman. Like that was just my first instinct. Like I need to find a, a woman friend. I, I want to make a friend. I want it to be a woman. And I saw Katana was probably like one of the only women competitors. Like she was one of the only women that was battling that day. And she was great. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go introduce myself to her. Now everyone's not as like, I don't consider myself an extroverted person. Um, but I. I don't know, just in that moment, I was like, I really want to make a friend and I want it to be a woman and Katana was right there. So like I approached her and I feel like, I don't know, like it was just a really good thing because she was very friendly, like from right off the bat, she was like, oh, hey, like, yeah, you know, if you ever want a session, like we could session. And ever since I met her and kind of befriended her, I always had a friend with me any space that I went to, whether it was a popping battle or an all styles battle or a session, I always had a friend. So I think my biggest thing, yes, it's great to venture into new things. And even if you don't know people, that's fine. But I would highly, highly recommend for anybody who wants to enter a new space, and specifically dance, uh, freestyle dance, try to make a friend, try to meet people, even maybe not just one individual, but Try to meet people and really get to know them and kind of how we were talking about earlier, like kind of vet them, you know, because sometimes you'll find yourself making a friend and then they introduce you to more people and then you realize, oh, this isn't the space for me. Like, but now I know, like, you know, I made a few friends here, but these sessions aren't for me. So maybe I'll check out these. And then it's going to, it may take you a while to find your group of people like me, you know, now with shadow puppets, it took me a while. But I think it's important to just start off with having someone you trust or having someone that you can kind of um, rely on in the scene. And that way, you're not alone. Like, again, I said earlier, there is safety in numbers. And I really believe that I think if you're not by yourself, let you're less likely to have like crazy weird situations happen. So yeah, my biggest thing is also, I guess, and then on that is like, we need to be making sure that if people approach us, because we're already in the scene, that we're welcoming and we're like, hey, like, you know, even if you're not the friendliest or whatever, um, try to remember like what it was like your first few times entering the space and be like, I don't want this person to feel, you know, discouraged or scared or intimidated like I I want to be a person that's you know like what katana was for me like I want to be an encouraging welcoming person so yeah those are my two things this is something I need to work on actually because mm -hmm. I don't think I'm the friendliest with new people to be honest like because like I said I'm pretty like I'm kind of like 50 50 inverted extroverted but I tend to be more extroverted with people that I've built like comfort with like and I'm I'm used to being around um but with new people like I don't really like to approach new people as much unless there's like, mm -hmm. a, I guess, I don't know, like certain circumstances where it's like I'm working or something like that. And it's part of my job, but it's something that I want to work on. It's just like 
getting better at like being more open and welcoming um because i do think too like as a woman coming into the scene and feeling like the only people who approach you are guys can be like kind of like a turn off and it's like hey like it'd be nice if like if there is another woman in the scene love to have them like come up and like introduce themselves to me and just like show me the ropes and like i think like not everyone wants to be like in a mentorship role with people and like i understand that but like i think the more that women take that responsibility in like terms of like mentoring new women in the scene just like bringing them in and like making them feel comfortable i think that's gonna help and i think too going on like another side note that's kind of related um just seeing more women in like the scene in general like seeing them present like judging or performing or battling or teaching because so often and like this is something that we've been talking about our past two events like the entire judge panel was men right and so like when you see that and that's what's represented it's also like hard to feel comfortable because like you don't see like something that's familiar to you and it's not represented as much and like yeah it's twofold so it's like obviously you don't want to just like do easy props because someone's a woman put them in a position of like judging or anything like that that's not what i'm saying but like if you have like qualified women in your scene highlight them as much as you possibly can because like we need more of that like we need more opportunities to like have that platform so that like people who are entering the scene can have more visibility to that see that and they're like oh like there's this awesome woman like popper like tanya like she's so awesome at waving and she's like judging and doing her judge showcase and like wow i want to be like that and like i want to judge and like learn to teach and like be that awesome one day right and like if you see that represented i think it's also um i guess just more comforting and gives you something to aspire to as well so yeah 100 i was actually like going to talk about this that i think as we talk um not like when a person joined the scene necessary but more when they maybe they're not even aware of it like representation truly matters and they're like obviously there is like for example example a right when a person been dancing for a long time and they may be interested in other scene so obviously it's easier to make connection but uh like example b like imagine if there's a person who never danced in their life right and that's what i'm thinking like how how we make sure that they feel comfortable enough to join and i know there is this analogy that i've used in the past like think about like outside of dance right so for example let's 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 pretend i like playing basketball right i go to our like california park and i see there are only guys playing i will be very hesitant to join right if i go and i see for example like 20 percent woman playing depends on my comfort level am i like hey can i play with you or no once again depends my comfort level but if there is at least 50 50 chances are i was like okay cool i see there are half man half woman like i can i can totally i can totally see myself in this group right and i think that's with the dance and we can talk obviously we can talk within popping or just in general i'm not gonna lie like open like open styles all styles battle one of the reasons why like i, I don't really battle as much anymore but one of the reasons why i used to do it because i wanted a highlight popping in those battles but b like hey yeah obviously like we have cindy before she moved out but there are not uh, so swift but there are not that many women you go sometimes top 16 bracket all consists of 
man and imagine some battle like i don't know um egon logot square whether like random kids teenagers they're passing by right and we're talking about like young girls and they see and they see it's only guys are, are they gonna feel welcoming they can be like oh nice moves but like they're all guys probably it's not a place for me but then if they see someone i'm like hey i like this girl i i want like i i see that a girl can do that uh, like now mm-hmm. i'm interested now i'm feeling wel- welcoming that's why i think representation matter and across like as you jude mentioned uh and just like battling connecting sessioning uh and that's something i think like we're trying right now to do like within our sessions because before it was just sessions right now we're trying to teach more and we're rotating so yeah yeah absolutely and something else that this is like making me think of um too and this is i guess coming from like my marketing background is the so like i've recently been doing research into like the dance industry as a whole and when it comes to like our ballet and like modern contemporary counterparts like obviously the industry is like female dominated and with street dance it's the complete opposite and i think too like a lot of it is like what do we associate with those two styles like two like not two but like just for generalization two different like industries two different styles of dance and i think again like this comes back to gender norms and stuff too right where ballet and modern and contemporary is like associated with like art and women are often encouraged to pursue like more creative art stuff um like all through their life whereas men are encouraged to pursue things that are like more practical things that make more money stuff like that right because they're supposed to be like the quote-unquote breadwinners and whatnot so like going back to like even just gender norms as to like stuff like that whereas with street dance i think a huge reason why it's male dominated is again because of the culture that it comes from it was a battle mentality it was like aggressive like like it was like an alternative to fighting and um a lot of these styles like even just popping like the hit is like all about like your muscle and like your strength right um and being able to control that and i think too um i I guess just like normalizing um in in street dance that like even these like super masculine like more aggressive more like strength showing styles that like a women can do that but b like you can also make these styles feminine if you want to like it doesn't have to be like this hyper masculine approach to dance because like i've seen a lot of like female poppers who like use very like feminine lines and angles and like they look amazing like it's really cool and like we can bring something really unique to the style right and i think that goes for any street dance style too um so because like you see a lot like if you do see like female dancers in street dance often it's like in whacking or vogue or like styles like that because like that's like more accepted um but i think particularly like in breaking and like popping and styles like that that are more like aggressive battle heavy that's where we see less and less women so i don't know that's just i guess like another perspective on why we see less women in those spaces and like maybe something that we can do to like just start promoting a like yeah women can be strong and show strength too but also like these styles don't have to be just about that like aggressive strength and stuff. It can be artistic and can be feminine if that's what you want it to be as well. Also, can I add that femininity is not like equivalent to weak or like yeah. not strong, <laughs> just as strong or, you know? So it's like, there is power in femininity. Like there's, like you said, Jude, like we bring a unique flair to it because there's things that, first off, the the style of popping was created by men. Like it was, you know, it was portrayed and created through the body of a man. 
now were these men thinking, hmm, how could we, you know, like, make women also do? No, like, so this is kind of like the fun part that we get to now experiment and and get into. And that's like, I think I want to say, like, take this moment, right? With your freestyle as women, like, we have the power to create, like, to take what we already learned and create something completely unique because our bodies move differently. And there's power in the femininity that we like execute in our movement. So I do, I did want to say that I was like, I need to say, because even the styles that are more feminine, like there's styles with like whacking and voguing, like some of the most amazing dancers the most feminine styles that you can see but the the strength that is required to do some of their movements is like insane and yeah there's a lot that we can do with our with our body with a style that was not essentially created by a woman you know it was created by men so just want to throw that out there absolutely i loved it (laughs) so i just wanted to um move to our second question which is like okay we obviously talked about girls and women joining the scene but now how do we make sure that women who join the scene stay there um and i'm talking obviously more about not because like they change mind they're no longer interested how do we make sure that the space is still welcoming motivated and inspiring for them to be in it so i i do have something to say here i think it's similar to how you make men stay there too but it's even more so important because of all the reasons that we've discussed but cultivating a sense of community i think is like the biggest thing that's gonna that's gonna be what keeps anyone in the scene because to be honest like if you don't feel that personal connection and you don't have that like support group then like why would anyone stay because a lot of the reasons why people get into dance in the first place whether you're man or woman right is because like you're not like a lot of people like they have different reasons right like they think it's cool like stuff like that but like what makes people want to stay ultimately is that community like they want to be a part of something that's like bigger than just themselves at least that's like in my experience i think that's like just a very human thing across like any like art form or really like any hobby or anything like people ultimately are looking for community and connection so i think like cultivating that is like the number one way to keep people um but yeah that's not really specific to women but i think it is super important regardless yeah um no i think you're like spot on and then just to add on to that like what i said even for new women entering same thing applies for women who are already in the scene like we need to build bonds with each other like we need to interact with one another and again it's I can't like force every every woman right you all have to talk to each other and get to know each other (laughs) but at least encouraging it like and not even just encouraging it but like me myself I can say like hey like feel free to reach out to me if you see me in a space like please don't feel like you can't come up to me and say hi or talk to me or ask me something like, please feel free to approach me. And, but like you said, Jude, like, as humans, we want to feel like we belong, like point blank in any space, in any environment outside of dance, like, we need a sense of community. And we're going to constantly go play, go, go somewhere, look for that. If we don't find it, move on to the next thing until we find that sense of community. 
And the only way to really have that is to build bonds with people and to talk to them and to like interact and socialize and, you know, have whatever. Um, if you don't want to like hang out with people and, you know, become friends like on a really close level, at least when you're in the same, you know, space with them, try and have an interaction that's longer than, hey, how are you? Good. Okay, great. Because a lot of the times I feel like even for myself in dance, a lot of the times I'm like, man, I see a lot of these people, well, specifically when I was in Chicago, like I would see people at event sessions all the time, but did I really know that much about them? No, because it, what was it always? Hey, how's it going? Hey, give me a hug. Okay, great. Like good to see you again. Yeah, great. Let's get to dancing. It's like, we have to build, we have to get to know each other more. And that's why it's always, I love that. Like after events and stuff, people are like, what's the plan? Who wants to go get food? Those are the inner, those are the situations where you have that ability to create a tighter bond with somebody. And that's honestly how I've gotten close to most dancers is not even in like the dance spaces because you're all focused on like dancing and going crazy, but like outside of those spaces. So like going to those late night, you know, dinners or early morning breakfasts, or we're all going to go bowling. Let's all go, you know, meet us here. It's like, we have to take it a step beyond dance if we want to really feel if we want people to really feel like they're welcomed in a space you have to do something outside of just dance in that space together that's what I would say that brings me back to our taco max sessions Tanya (laughs) when it was like you me Kevin and Alex we would always get taco max after we finished Mm -hmm. dancing that was so nice. I learned some really fascinating stuff about you guys. Through it's that. not about this. It's not for this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would like to take the concept like of community and t- I guess take it a little bit further, right? Because I think um, there are certain words that've been like thrown a lot, right? And it was like, oh, we all community, right? But uh, and everyone's like, especially when I think like when people first join, there is a lot of you know this like unicorn vibes you know everything is beautiful everything is good yay right what like i'm thinking about community as a like something like meaningful i think probably about like three things right first uh it's sense of belonging probably the first one that what like people feel sense of belonging like oh like like i go there like people like my runs cool we exchange right so it's like the first layer right i think second layer it's trust and it's, I think, aligns a lot with what we talk in terms of like building connection. How you like, how can you trust someone who you just like doing rounds? Like you need to know them as a person. And that's where we can tie it to our mm-hmm. topic where, you know, there is a lot of bullshit happening because like we only on that first layer sense of belonging, but we don't spend time to get to know each other. We don't spend more time to actually to look around, see like, is everyone like feeling okay, right? We not we like don't build trust with other people to make sure that it's like almost like a network of trusted people who can make sure that everyone feels safe and comfortable. And I think like the third layer, it is accountability, right? Because yes, it's all about like, I I, I hate when people like, oh, all positive vibes. Like I hate that, right? Because like if person fucked up, we can be like, oh, but this person put so much for the community unity. Let's just ignore it. No, if person abused someone, this person has to be out. That's what community is supposed to be. It can't be all like unicorns, butterflies, right? And like 
a sense of belonging, trust, and credibility. That's what I think. And I think that the community, yes, it's what essentially will bring more people in. But also, like, if we actually, like, go deeper, that's what can help people, women, um, stay. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Well, thank you guys so much for this conversation. I think we can go ahead and wrap it up. But if you guys have any final thoughts you want to share, feel free. Just just quick thing. I know this is a podcast that will, like, share some thoughts right if uh anyone wants to discuss any of the topics in this podcast any further please feel free to contact definitely me if you ladies feel comfortable as it's definitely something that this conversation should live outside of this podcast Mm -hmm. so if you listen to it you have further questions or you just want to i don't know pick each other's brain let's do it yeah that's only one thing i wanted to say yeah, absolutely. And I will put um, both Nancy and Tanya's um, Instagram handles in the description. So um, if you guys want to reach out, feel free. But yeah, we're definitely here. We're open for conversations. Again, like I agree with Tanya, I think this like dialogue should continue. So, well, again, thank you guys so much for joining me for this conversation today. And um, for everyone who's tuning in, thank you for listening. If you have not rated my podcast five stars already, please do so because it really helps me out um, and helps me continue doing episodes like this and bring you guys awesome content. Um, But yeah, thank you guys again. And I will talk to you on the next podcast episode. Bye, everyone.